Welcome to the bullpen. And there it is. Can an actor, writer, producer extraordinaire just ride a bike? Just ride a bike in Studio City, California without being attacked by a vicious Karen? Apparently not. Amir Mo joins us now. Welcome to the bullpen. Uh, we're just honored to have you on and to really update this encounter. Really a scary encounter because <laughs> you never know what these Karens are going to do. Uh, but welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, I want to talk about, you know, your your indie comedy feature too, but let's start with that day in Studio City and remind us, you were riding a bike, but you were out kind of scouting and doing things as well for, for this extraordinary work that you do. Yeah, thanks for having me, Sharon. Um, yeah, I had a screen test. They, the casting directors wanted to see me on a bike, so you know, I just got myself a new bike. Literally, as I look to my left, I see exactly where that video was taking place, uh, less than 100 feet away from my uh, my building. And um, I'm just trying to get some footage of me on my bike. And uh, as I was pulling in to this area, I, you know, comedically said, well, I think I got a, a, a Karen behind me. Um, because she was, she was really like slow. I gave her all the room to get in. Wait, you, know, you really to, said that up here? I, I really did say that. I really actually did say that. I'm not, I'm not even yeah, joking because she had so much room to, to drive past me to go where she was going and she was just kind of hanging back. And I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe I had a Karen behind me. And then she pulled over and made this big ruckus and, you know, called, called the police and said that I looked like I wanted to, to kill and rob, um, which, you know, we know, we know the history. Sure. You know, yeah. What first, I understand that your, your Karen radar went up. The instinct was there that you said, okay, we, we might have a problem here. Okay. With another wild one, here we go. But when you began to unpack it and realize, no, oh, really calling the police on me here. Did you want to, and I don't know if anger is the first thing you felt, but is there this need to rationalize and say, come on? Yeah, I mean, I grew up with really overt, over the top, you know, blatant racism. And it, and it wasn't just like kids around my block. Like it was it was adults in like the school system. So for me, um, I've kind of been desensitized towards that stuff um, for better or for worse. So, um, yeah, I mean. I think anytime police get involved, you really don't know how it's going to go. Um, it, it's, you know, it's, it's playing with fire. So it's, it's a, it's a gamble, you know, like 
obviously you would think that they, that you know she would be kind of laughed off the phone maybe uh you know like he's he's riding a bike um what's what's the issue um but you never know what was it that made you tell your girlfriend robin right um hey let's document this you got to document this um was there that additional fear you mentioned the police but to say hey look i did nothing here yeah i mean part, part of it was that and, and also part of it is we, we need to call this stuff out like we, it's been going on for way too long and there have been deadly consequences in the past and i think it's a good thing that you know you guys are highlighting this type of stuff and, and we're, we're more privy to this type of behavior that happens all around us and you know to my knowledge there hasn't been any consequences for that woman um and there absolutely should be like you know there, there's laws on the books you know about that stuff so um i was just like keep it rolling like obviously record um because it's it's my word versus hers and she's the lighter one so so there it is uh, that part yeah yeah so you never know which way it's gonna go the response from the police uh, you know they directed indisputable to go you know go get the police report but you're right it does seem like it's like you know nothing to see here it's a low level thing maybe two people both sides you know whatever they do and to me, I couldn't agree with you more. You have to call it out every single time. And I think public shaming is part of the process, if only there was shame involved. I think these Karens and this way of thinking, they're the root of almost everything. And that's the real danger here. How can we get people who aren't black, brown, to pay more attention and say, you know what, knock it off? I think when it starts happening in their own communities and when it starts happening to their own, they start paying attention. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a complicated issue and it's easy to sweep it under the rug by saying, you know, she, she's an old woman and, you know, she doesn't know any better, this type of stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, we just got to continue to highlight it and, and, and beat that drum. And I, I think hold, hold the police to the fire and be like, laws on the books on this stuff like you guys you guys Good arrest job. people for a lot for a lot less so yeah there's something that you said and uh, i get it you know as a brown girl but it also kind of breaks my heart because you know you were a kid i was a kid at one point and i think my parents and i suspect yours taught us that we're just going to have to navigate this and achieve regardless you're going to have to find your way and achieve, but you said you were so used to it from adults that you perhaps are desensitized. It breaks my heart now for our kids, do you know what I mean? And I wonder if you've unpacked that more. Yeah, I mean, I, I unpack it in, in very weird ways, which is like through comedy. Um, and so, um, you know, a, a lot of people who, who read my work or, or see my work, some, you know, it's not necessarily for everyone and they don't necessarily get it, but it's, it's kind of my own way of, of dealing with some of the, you know, atrocities that I went through as a kid. Yeah. Well, you've been hugely successful though on, on a number of these NBC universal programs as an actor, as we mentioned, writer, producer, but tell us about, about your latest work and what we can expect. Sure. Yeah. I got, I got a, a feature film and post-production. It's called Relationship. 
Uh, obviously a comedy um and um i don't have a release date on it yet it's tbd but uh we're getting close and if you guys want to see my my past work uh the sex addict is free on tubi right now and that features horatio sands from saturday night live and brian callen from mad tv and uh ken davidian from borat you said your work isn't for everyone, but I wonder when you sit down and you decide to do a project or you decide to write, produce a project, are you thinking about, you know, and it's an indie, your latest, but are you thinking about casting a net to both people who, you know, would, would want to and be included in those who would consume, you know, an Amir Mo project, but also those who might, you know, kind of just be peeking around and discover something and learn something about someone who's maybe not like themselves or go outside of their comfort zone? Yeah, I mean, I typically like to take like broad topics, like that's kind of the, um, that's kind of the the sugary stuff. And then in inside that, I like to inject the vegetables. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I entice you with, with, with the, you know, the, the glitzy stuff, and then I give you something you didn't know you needed. How is that received when you go in? Because I'm so curious about this. I've done a little bit of acting, um, but boy, it's funny that I always play the same character, you know, <laughs> Channel 4 News. Uh, but that's OK. At some point, they'll let me play a lawyer or something to judge. Yeah, I can see I, you I on SVU. OK, this is what it get me on there. But I want to know from you how it's received when you go in and you say, I want to do this. Do they push back? Do you push harder? Do you alter it? Like, how does that work? You have a body of work that is successful, so maybe you have more leeway now. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Um, you know, oftentimes we highlight blatant racism um, or, or blatant biases. And this is an industry where it's got plenty of that, but it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's less overt. So they say that they want diversity on screen, but they don't necessarily want diversity of story. Mm -hmm. So they're like, yeah, yeah, like you're, you look, you look the, the part, but oh, this is the kind of story you want to tell. Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like it's gotten, and I, this is like, I hate those same old questions, but I have to ask it because you've been doing it long enough. Do you feel like it's getting better, the diversity of thought? And the diversity of, you know, behind, in front of, all the way around. The executives, is there enough diversity in everything that you can honestly say things have gotten better? I would say things have gotten better, um, okay. at least like incrementally. And I don't know that it's, again, like you say you want diversity, but none of your execs are particularly diverse. So you're not getting the stories that, diverse people want to talk about a lot of the time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it, it is getting better, um, not fast enough for, for my liking, but it does seem to be getting a little bit better. And um, I think at the end of the day, like you got to you got to go where your passion, you know, is pulling you to go. And and, you know, if you do it successfully, then I think people will eventually follow. Is that the advice you would give, um, you know, the next Amir Mo, not to suggest that, you know, there's will ever be another, but a young person who says, you know what, I want to do this. And now there's all this streaming and there's so many different avenues that I can get it done. Is that the suggestion that you would give them? Just follow your passion and don't try to fit in a mold. Cause I feel like everything's secular, right? Where, oh, now it's all these judge shows. Now it's this law and crime and whatever. Should you try to follow the trend or should you just go your own way? 
I think, I really think that like, first of all, I would say don't do this type of work unless you absolutely have to, unless you're obsessed with it. Um, because I see people be like, well, oh, I'll give it a try for a year or I'll do this. And I was like, yeah, this is like, you've got to be ingrained in this. But, um, I really like for me, it's, it's hard for me to do my best when I'm not passionate about the work. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get auditions for certain roles and I'll be like, that wasn't it. And it's because I'm not passionate about the role or the story or anything like that. So I think, you know, for me particularly, I have to do something that I'm like really passionate and I, and I can get like obsessed about. So. Well, we're almost out of time. I do have one more question for you because now that we've even updated the story, I'm wondering, you're so creative, you know, and everything that you write and produce and, you know, starring even, will this Karen from Studio City become an inspiration for you in some way in your work? Yes. That's a good question. Um, Or is she not worthy? Maybe she's not worthy. So even before her, I actually, um, I'm actually shopping a, a Christmas script right now. It's not your, it's not your typical Hallmark script at all. It's, it's, it's about like meeting your, you know, partner's parents for the first time and their Karens. Oh God. They're like MAGA Karens. <laughs> so, a story about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in a way she's already, she's already in. Right. She, but to be clear, I just want to make it clear. Wherever you are, Karen, in Studio City, you get no credit. Don't come after the man for any money. You're not. It's a collective collection of Karens that put this thing together. Well, we just love you. I appreciate you taking the time out. Sorry that this happened to you. And I think you're right. Again, we have to call it out. We have to shine a light on it because it's not right. Amir Mo, thank you so much. And I look forward to whatever you got coming up next. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. You got it. Thanks.